Being a stylist has never been more rewarding, but it's also never been so complex. As hairstylists, we often forget that we are working in a multi-billion dollar industry. The beauty industry is growing faster than ever, and there's so much left on the table because stylists aren't taking the time to understand business. I'm Melissa, your host. I'm a million-dollar salon owner, a six-figure stylist, and founder and CEO of Sierra and Sage Extensions. And while all of that may sound impressive, I'm just a hairstylist, just like you. And I'm here to help you understand how to achieve the same by bringing business to beauty. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is continuing season one. We are now on episode three of Bringing Business to Beauty. Um, I am super excited about today's topic. I'm going to be talking about salon ownership. I'm really just going to cover the good, the bad, the ugly, um, really all of it. And because this is such a heavy topic with so much involved, um, I'll probably be covering it over the next few episodes. So let's jump into this episode. Um, I have owned my salon for just about nine years now, and I've definitely learned a lot during that time. Um, It's super funny because I remember back in 2013 when I was opening my salon, I was literally a kid. I was 23 years old, and I was all of the emotions. I was super excited, obviously terrified, and literally every emotion in between. Um, I definitely made a lot of mistakes, but I also made a lot of great decisions, and I can't say that I regret any of them because I feel like they definitely, obviously, led me to my success today. Um, But I do love to share the mistakes that I made because although I don't regret them, I wish I could have avoided them. Um, And so I definitely like to share that so that hopefully others can avoid them and get to the success much faster. So I feel like it makes the most sense to start off this episode by sharing some of my story. Um, So here's how it starts. I'm 23 years old. I'm two years out of beauty school. I have very little professional job experience and even less experience as a stylist. I'm like 100% sure that I'm ready for this and I'm going to crush it. Um, I also want to mention that I do have a business partner in my salon. Um, My business partner is 20 years older than I am with over 20 years of experience as a nail tech. And I should also mention that my business partner is also my mother. Okay, so because of that bomb that I just dropped, I struggled immensely with proving myself. Um, Every time someone learned that my mother was my business partner, they assumed that I was just kind of handed everything on a silver platter and that my mom had all the experience and she did all the workload and that I just kind of sat back and called myself an owner. Um, When in reality, that couldn't be farther from the truth. We went in as 50-50 partners. We both took out two separate equal amount loans to start the business. And while my mom is excellent at many things, I'll be completely honest, organization, technology, and business are totally not her strengths. People, merchandising, fresh ideas, excitement, creativity, those are totally my mom. In my opinion, this actually makes us excellent partners because we really do balance each other out. I am strong where she is weak and vice versa. So up to this point, it has worked out incredibly. Um, And that kind of leads me into the first topic that I want to talk about today, which is business partners. 
Okay, so opening a business is obviously scary, but to consider having a business partner should absolutely fucking terrify you. Because I'm going to tell you straight up, your business partner could be your best friend, your mom, your dad, your spouse. I don't care who they are. They could be your most trusted ally in life and you are still going to disappoint each other. You're going to disagree and you're going to argue like you've never argued with anyone before. Um, Going into business with someone can and will ruin your relationship if you let it. So with that being said, I cannot tell you how important it is to have deep, long conversations with your partner before, keyword, before opening the business. Um, Things you need to know, are you on the same page? Like really on the same page? Like to your core, do you want the same things? And I'm talking like short-term growth, long-term growth. Do you want employees? Uh, Do you want to profit and build a large business? Do you want to hire independent contractors? And your goal is just ultimately to work rent-free. Do you want to invest in better equipment, in education, product lines? These are questions that you should be asking yourself and your partner, and you need to make sure that you are both being 100% honest about this. Another important topic of discussion uh, when it comes to business partners is the logistics of your partnership um, in regards to what your duties are going to be. You should definitely talk about each of your strengths and weaknesses, um, the things that excite you, things that frustrate you. Um, And if you're as lucky as me, you'll realize that your partner is strong where you are weak. Um, If you find that you have the same strengths and weaknesses, that's okay too. Um, Just know that you're eventually going to have to pay someone else to be strong where you're weak. Um, So talk about that. Are you both okay with spending money to hire someone in the future for the growth of your company? And most importantly, are you going to be 50-50 partners or is someone going to take on a higher ownership percentage? Um, And really understanding what that means. Uh, So for example, if one person has 51% ownership, then all final decisions can be made by that person. And the person with 49% ownership has to be okay with that. Um, But if you're truly 50-50, the initial investment should be the same. Um, The workload for the duration of the partnership should be the same. The income should be the same. And the continued investment and expenses should also be equal. I guess what I'm trying to get at is that going into business with your hair bestie may sound like a great idea, but there is a lot more you need to think about and discuss before you just jump into business together. Um, Lastly, this is probably most important. Um, Once you've discussed all of the above and have decided to go into business with each other, make that shit official. Um, Get it in writing. Hire a lawyer, um, get it in writing. If you are a true business partnership, you need a written agreement. Um, Because when shit hits the fan, and trust me, it definitely will, um, you need to make sure that you have that agreement to turn to. Which leads me to my next topic. Um, Whether you decide to go into salon ownership with a partner or on your own, one of the absolute best things you will ever do is learn to delegate. Um, I totally get it. Your salon is your baby. You've put literal blood, sweat, and tears into your business. You think you can't trust anyone else to care about your business the way that you do. Um, 
That is true 90% of the time, but you would actually be surprised by how much your employees and staff actually care about your business and want to be a part of its growth and success. Um, The best part is they're all going to come to you with different backgrounds, different experience, and different ideas. Um, So if you let your staff play a part in your business, you will all be better for it. Um, Learning to identify the staff members that want to help um, and identifying those that are strong where you are weak can really benefit your business and also your sanity, to be quite honest. If there is one thing that I've learned over the years, it's that I cannot do it all. And in the times where I have tried to take on too much um, and honestly be too proud to ask for help, I have completely fallen on my face and failed. So learn to delegate. Um, But I will say, be smart about what tasks you're handing off and who you're handing them to. Um, For example, in my opinion, absolutely nobody should have access to your finances. Um, Like, they shouldn't be able to spend your money. Um, They shouldn't be able to transfer your money. They shouldn't have, like, your bank account login. I mean, like, you shouldn't trust anyone with that kind of shit. Um, Not even your family, honestly. Um, the last thing you want is someone kind of running around and sharing with the rest of your staff, what your finances look like and how much money comes in and what you spend money on and things like that. Truly it's nobody's business. Um, if you do have someone on your team who you're going to have in like a management role or like an administrative assistant role that's doing bookkeeping and things like that. Um, I highly recommend that you have them sign an NDA to protect you, um, just to ensure, again, that they're not running around kind of sharing a lot of confidential information that can give your staff the wrong idea about you. Um, Because I'll be completely honest, one of the biggest issues that I faced as a salon owner um, is that people automatically assume that you're like made of money because you own a salon, Um, when in fact that really couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, In a lot of ways especially in the beginning, I made a lot less money than I did before opening a business. Um, So I think that it's just a common misconception. And and if your business is doing really well, it doesn't necessarily mean that your pockets are doing well. So making sure that you're keeping that information uh, private is really important. So that leads me to my next topic for today, which is financials. Um, You're a business owner now, or you're about to be, um, and you really need to start being smart with money. You need to know where your money is coming from, where it's going, and really try to start recognizing your spending habits. I can guarantee you with 1,000% certainty that you are definitely overspending somewhere. Um, If you're overspending, you're either cutting into your own profit or you're cutting into your ability to improve your salon um, or offer new benefits to your team or, you know, buy new product or buy new equipment, things like that. Um, so really watch your spending trends and then look for areas where you can cut back. Um, this will allow you to create budgets. Um, and I promise there's nothing harder than sticking to a budget, but if you can do it, your business will grow rapidly. Another excellent financial goal you should set for yourself, um, is to have a minimum of three months of expenses set aside as a contingency fund. Um, this would include your expenses, um, like your lease, your utilities, um, any payroll, average monthly product spend, um, any insurances, 
things like that, you should really have three months worth set aside. Um, this will ensure that you always have a bailout if you run into an emergency um, or you have a walkout in your salon or God forbid, another global pandemic. If you have to dip into your contingency fund for um, any unexpected expense, like maybe a busted water heater, water pipe, or something like that, um, then you should definitely set a goal to replace that as quickly as possible. Um, even if it's just putting $20 back into that account, um, you should really always strive to have that three months set aside um, because you'll truly never know when you're going to need it. Okay, and the last and most important thing that I want to talk about um, is it's super cliche, but it really is the absolute most important thing to consider um, when you're considering salon ownership. Um, you really need to identify your why. Um, there are a million and one incredible reasons to open a salon, um, but I'm going to be straightforward in telling you that if your top three reasons have something to do with you, it's probably not a good idea. Um, and either working independent in a booth or a suite is probably going to be a better place for you. Um, owning a salon, it's really not about you. Um, it should never be about you. If it is, you are going to be extremely disappointed. Um, I can promise you that. It's going to be the hardest thing that you ever do as a hairstylist. You are going to be used, abused, disrespected, lied to, shit on, chewed up, spit back out, um, more times than I can count. But if you can pull yourself up off the floor and move forward because you have a true vision um, and you see the bigger picture and you really have a true passion for providing an incredible workspace for others, then you'll really be able to keep pushing through and eventually you'll land on your feet. Um, I work harder and more hours than anyone in my salon. I carry the most stress, the most responsibility, um, honestly, the most frustration. Um, and I don't make the most money in my salon. Um, I'm not going to lie. There are definitely days where that frustrates the shit out of me. But at the end of the day, watching my employees grow, buy themselves new cars and new homes, and watching the single mothers who work for me uh, provide for their children... And all of that is because of a space that I created. Um, that is truly more fulfilling than any fucking number on a check. And at the end of the day, that is what keeps me going. Um, and to my core, I believe that is why I have the incredible team um, that I have today. And I think it's why we have very low turnover in our salon. Um, so figure out your why, um, make sure that it's going to be enough to push you forward when the weight of the world is resting on your shoulders, um, because that is what it's going to feel like. And I think that putting your team first, um, and having that be your why, um, I, I just think it's important for true success and fulfillment. Um, at the end of the day, if you open a salon and it is about you, and you make all the money in the world, I promise you it's not going to fulfill you. Um, it is so much work. It is so hard. It is so frustrating. There are so many highs and lows. Um, and, and you've just really got to have true passion and a true drive to keep moving forward when shit gets tough. Um, 
Anyway, clearly I can talk about this topic all day long, um, but I'm going to go ahead and close it off here for today. Um, I definitely would love to have you come back in two weeks. I am going to expand more on this subject. Next time I'm going to talk more about uh, the steps to take to actually open a salon, um, give you a little roadmap, if you will. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you back next time for Bringing Business to Beauty.